Here we go! Hello everyone, welcome to Desert Island Games, my name is Richard and today is a second show for the week. Yes, I'm going to be trying to produce at least a couple of shows each week, whether it's a news show, a Dick Rewind and the interviews at the beginning, depending on how we're going, if we're a little bit dry with the interviews. Uh, you know what, let's roll the intro, thank everyone and then we'll talk. Let's go. So, thank you everyone who supports me over at patreon.com slash desertislandgames. You can get my content early for as little as a dollar. Uh, go over there, support me and everything that I do here on the podcast. I really do appreciate it. Let's get on with the show. So, in today's show, I want to kind of go over the Nintendo Direct. Uh, not kind of, I want to go over the Nintendo Direct. But I also just want to have a little bit of a chat, a bit of a chinwag, a little bit of a sit down, my friends. Um, the plan is to bring two shows, uh, one at the beginning of the week, one at the end of the week. So we're looking at like a Monday, Tuesday, a Tuesday release for the beginning of the week. And then the end of the week will be sort of uh, a Friday time. And in that Friday time, it'll be, the, like I said, a Dig Rewind where I play my backlog, or it'll be a new show, and so on. I want to start making these kind of new stuff a bit more video-based. So hopefully I'll have a video on the channel. And I know I said that in January I was going to have more videos on my channel. I found that one. We're going to restart. Okay, anyway, let's get on with the Direct, and let's talk Nintendo. Because Nintendo gave us a Direct. They gave us content to look at and drool over and all the other good things in life i've got a lovely list here of all the all the nintendo things that came out of that direct um and i'm gonna go through it talk about my kind of thoughts and feelings if you like towards no what we'll do is we'll do a rundown we'll do a rundown of everything that's that's coming from the direct and then what we'll do is essentially go over the bits that i found exciting or um and so on that's what we'll do first that sounds like a good idea anyway the direct the direct itself so this is a long list of games announced and if they've got a date i'll give you the date of when they're going to be released and that list is as followed we got fire emblem warriors three hopes coming out on june 24th 2022 these are all 2022 so i'm not going to say 2022 constantly uh, advanced wars one plus two reboot camp april 8th no man's sky summer um, no official release date, just the summer. Super Mario uh, Strikers Battle League is June 10th. Splatoon 3, summer. Uh, Front Mission First Remake and Front Mission 2, both for the summer. Um, sorry, Front Mission 2 is a TV de determined. That was um, It was announced as, as coming, but we don't have an official date. Disney Speedstorm, uh, summer. Star Wars Forced Unleash, April 20th. Assassin's Creed The Ezio Collection, February 17th. Uh, SD Gundam Battle Alliance to be determined. Chrono Cross, the Radical Dreamers edition, is set to be released on April 7th. Uh, Kirby's and the Forgotten Land. Kirby's? Kirby and the Forgotten Land is March 25th. NLB, uh, the show, 2022, is April 5th. Kingdom Hearts Integrum Masterpiece 
for the cloud is February 10th, which as of recording is now released. Um, Klonoa Fantasy Revere Series, July 8th. Portal Companion Collection, to be determined. Uh, Live Alive, July 22nd. Nintendo Switch Sports, April 29th. Uh, Takio no Tatsusuni Riven Festival, I think I butchered the name, is to be determined this year. Triangle Strategy, uh, Prologue Demo is out now, um, and Pro uh, Triangle Strategy comes out on March 4th, I believe it is. Cuphead, The Delicious Last Course, which is the DLC for Cuphead, which is June 30th. Metroid P Dread, free update, later it's out, so that's cool. Earthbound and Earthbound Beginnings is also was out after the Direct itself. Uh, Zombie Army 4, um, Dead War, is April 26th. Um, Getsu, Getsu, Getsu Fuma Den Undying Moon, again, butcher the, the the name there. That was later today. I can't remember what that was released on. Demon Slayer, uh, the Hinokami Con uh, Chronicles is June 10th. Lego Brawls is June June this year, Two Point Campus is May 17th, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Booster Course Pack is March 18th, and Xenoblade Chronicles 3 September this year. So that was the rundown of all the games released. I want to go over some of my picks. Now, overall, the Direct was alright. I saw a lot of chatter on Twitter after the Direct, and everyone there was a lot of people out there giving it 10, saying they smashed it, they did this, they did that. And I personally don't think it was a 10. If you thought it was a 10, that's fine. That's that's cool. And I'm, you know, it's there are games there that won't be for me, but there are games there that will be for other people. And I just think for me personally, to be a 10, you've got to be dropping hit after hit after hit after hit after hit. And that's the kind of thing. You know, you've got to be coming out swinging with all your big series. You've got to be dropping, you know, things that we didn't even expect to see. This was just a good direct and it started off really high. Like the Fire Emblem Warriors, Three Hopes, looks really cool. I haven't finished Fire Emblem Three Houses. I struggle with that game. And I think on the back of this, I will go back to it at some point. But I like the Fire Emblem Warriors game. And Three Hopes looks cool. It's set in the Three Houses universe. Whether it's going to be a continuation from any of those stories, I don't know. But that was a cool start. And then we got the Advanced Wars 1 plus 2 uh, reboot camp. That's a day one purchase for me. I can't wait for that game. I loved Advance Wars back on the Game Boy Advance. Really, really great game. A surprise was No Man's Sky. But as I discussed, because I was doing the... Um, I was on the Nerd Nest TV with a good friend of mine, Bill. Um, and we were essentially talking through this. And for me, only No Man's Sky on Steam... I won't be rebuying it on Switch. Even though there's reports it's been, been worked on for the last two years. Because... I'll probably end up playing it on my Steam Deck if that's available and working. You know, it's this... I now look at purchases really differently to what I did before, where the Switch was my main handheld console. Now that I've got a Steam Deck on the horizon, and more next week about my Steam Deck stuff, so, you know, make sure you're listening and ready out for that show, it becomes a case of if I've got it on Steam already, I'm no longer rebuying it on Switch. The Switch's hardware for me just isn't in the place anymore. And the Switch's hardware was out of date when it was released. You know, and we're five years into the Switch's cycle. Don't get me wrong, games that like what I'm going to talk about in a second, Super Mario Strikers, look great. 
because they seem to be able to program quite well for it, but I think we're in a day and age now, especially with the Steam Deck drop-in, ports like No Man's Sky, I think just, I just think, honestly, would be better on the Steam Deck, if it plays. Obviously, there are other discussions to be had around Proton and all those kind of things. Next up was Super Mario Strikers. I'm really glad. I'm I'm glad we're getting this. The last iteration of this was GameCube, the Super Mario Strikers franchise, but I hope it's nothing like we... It's been great that we've seen um, the sports games, golf and tennis, but content-wise, they've really been lacking from the, the start. And it, it's opened up this debate about Nintendo where apparently the customers are happy for you know, Nintendo, certain Nintendo titles to be released half-baked and then over the course of the next nine months, we get a load of content. And Mario Golf was one of those. Super um, Mario Tennis was also another one. It really, I really felt like they were half-baked. And yeah, that just felt a bit of a problem. With regards to this one, I hope it comes feature-packed. It looked like it was going to be pretty solid from the word go. We're talking a solid uh, set of features. Not only has it got couch co-op, it's got online play, a club mode, so you can have up to 20 of your friends in a club, and they can go five on five, so each person is controlling a character. There's certain power-ups, and there's different bits and pieces around. I want it to be feature-rich. I want Nintendo to basically um, re reinvigorate my love that Nintendo are doing it for the... F they're, they're doing it right. You know, in the last two sport Mario sports titles, they've been a bit lackluster so wait and see that's dropping in june so that's a big big title to be dropping to nintendo first party it's really cool to see we've also got fire emblem warriors in the same month that's kind of a a biggie uh so that was great to see splatoon 3 showed me nothing to say that i need to buy splatoon honestly um splatoon 2 i own a copy of that and to me there's been no prominent upgrade for splatoon 3 except from a bit fancier here or a bit fancier there it's dlc in my eyes that's what this game is and i think for me personally they really are struggling to sell it if that makes sense that's as simple as that um i don't know what the front mission first remakes are or you know i don't understand I don't know those games so who uh, you know that's cool you got a tv determined on the front mission other uh, really cool parts for me looking down this list is I'm not bothered by the Kingdom Hearts collection. I'm gutted that it's not. I think I would be bothered if it was native. Not bothered that it's just not bothered. Earthbound is cool to see. I've never played Earthbound. I've never played Earthbound Beginnings. So that would be cool to go back to at some point. And that's on the Nintendo uh, online service. I think the other big drop was Xenoblade Chronicles 3. So for me, the you know, and we'll get on to Xenoblade Chronicles in a second. I've just noticed a couple of other games. Uh, Live Alive looked a really interesting twist. I'm glad to see another demo, which I downloaded and I'll talk about in uh, soon of Triangle Strategy. Can't wait to talk about that on the dig um, on 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 the show because I really want to look at that. I'm so excited for that, and I'm I'm currently playing through Xenoblade Chronicles two to get ready for. <laughs> Xenoblade Chronicles 3, but I might switch that and play that a little bit later in the year um, as we run up to September. But, all in all, a good direct. Sorry. Rewind. Portal. I want to know why they're bringing Portal to the Switch when the Steam Deck's coming out. It was a really weird kind of way. I suppose, you know, a great way of getting great games on another system. But yeah, I uh, just found that really, really strange. 
the other two big points, as I said, Xenoblade Chronicles 3, I think this was, there was talk of it, they were, they were hiring some people a few weeks back, or there was something going on, we knew that this was going to happen, it's the third game in that series, looking forward to playing it, it's taken me a long time to really sit down and enjoy number two, but I am enjoying it, kind of hooked now, so that's kind of cool, and then Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Booster Pack, we are never going to get number, we're never going to get Mario Kart 9, it's not going to happen, 9 is not going to happen while we're on this hardware of, from Nintendo, they do not need to release a new Mario Kart when this Nintendo Switch plays Mario Kart 8 at such a high frame rate, and I think what they're doing is for, so for, currently it's an American price, $25, so I'm expecting around 20 odd pounds, you get 48 courses to add to the collection. And it just reinvigorates and re-centivizes people to play Mario Kart. Mario Kart 8 is a is a great game. It's a solid ex- uh, experience. It's really good. And this just kind of punches a hole in that, well, we're not going to bother with um, Mario Kart 8, uh, Mario Kart 9. It will, will give you 48 more courses. And this runs right through to um, 2023. So there isn't going to be, uh, at this point, a new Mario Kart probably until 2024, 2025 at the earliest. So we won't be seeing it. Um, the other, <laughs> just just looking at this list again, there's a, an update for Metroid Dread, which I'm going to look at. And it gives us uh, Dread mode where one hit kills you. That's going to be insane to, to watch and do. So yeah, as I've said, kind of go over, kind of beat the dead horse, if, so to speak. Um it was a good direct. It started off really strong, you know, and I, I was really kind of like hyped after the first four games. And it kind of fell flat for me in the middle. A bit like, yeah, okay. And then the Mario Kart 8 stuff, Earthbound and Xenoblade Blade Chronicles did pick it back up. So overall, a good direct. A lot coming out from Nintendo. Everyone was complaining that there was no Breath of the Wild. They're saving Breath of the Wild 2 till E3 or the, the time around E3. That's what they're doing with that. That's when we're going to have to wait to start seeing stuff around Breath of the Wild 2. And I suspect, because Nintendo love to release a game around Christmas time, Breath of the Wild 2 is going to be the end of year game. That's going to be that one that drops in December. If you look at how they like to release their own first party, I know Fire Emblem, well, Fire Emblem Three, uh, Three Hopes, I think it's developed by a different, com- uh, different uh, team, published by Nintendo. So, Super Mario Strikers, you could say, is your summer Nintendo game. September is Xenoblade Chronicles, and December will be um, uh, Zelda. That's how they do it. And then Kirby is this this fall, this year. So, if you look at how they're doing it, uh, so I'll go back to that. Kirby is their end of year, as in end of financial calendar year. So, April to April, if you like. Uh, that's coming out in March. Then their summer, summer hit. So their quarter two is going to be the Mario Superstar or Mario Strikers. That's their quarter two. Quarter three, Xenoblade Chronicles. Quarter four, uh, Zelda's Breath of the Wild 2. That's how they're going to do it. That's where they're going to go with it. Simple as that. That was a direct. I'd love to know your thoughts and feelings. Let me know. I'll tell you at the end of the show where you can get in contact. We're going to move on to some other bits and pieces. And in some of those other bits and pieces, we've got Lost Ark. Yes, the latest or newest MMO, RPG, ARPG style game uh, brought to us by Amazon Studios. It's um, the eastern region for a while, and it finally came to the west uh, this week. Um, I pay, I ponied up and decided to grab one of the Founders of Packs, Founders Editions, 
which gave me early access been playing for a couple of days and today was as of recording was the official launch um and it didn't quite go to plan bless them is probably the best way i can describe it because they delayed the launch by a good several hours as of recording that is now all well i think what i can say safely is it's now sorted Lost Ark officially so on Twitter. Unfortunately, due to deployment issues, launch was delayed. We hope to have this resolved in a matter of hours. Your patience is appreciative. We'll update you very soon. So that's a thing. And then um, as of um, 42 minutes ago, like I said, as of recording, all deployment issues have been resolved. Our new launch timing is 2.15 PT or 10.15 PM UTC. Thank you for your patience. Um, as we work out these final steps, we look forward to seeing you in Arkazir. Uh, updated tweets as of recording. We received some reports that characters are missing. We're taking servers offline to get this resolved. We apologize for the further delay. And we have confirmed no or, uh, no characters are missing. All character created will be present upon login is the latest update from Play Lost Ark. So it's seems to be a common trend with new MMOs, popular MMOs. This has had some hype around it, so no wonder it's happening, and it happened to Final Fantasy XIV. Oh, we, we saw it majorly happen with Final Fantasy XIV, where they had to even pull advertisement for the game, stop you being able to create accounts, all that kind of stuff. Uh, we saw it for Amazon's New World. It seems to be a very common trend with new MMOs, the new shiny thing, gets a little bit delayed i should say this it is free to play and it's got a bit of a, a strange monetization apparently at the uh top end uh, end game i think what they class it as sort of pay for convenience i don't think it's very pay to win itself but people do say there is a possibility it's got some pay to win mechanics but i am yet to find out as i've just started i've rolled a martial artist a striker really love it it's the first kind of gun and played where they really represent like the martial artist in in a cool fashion so that's really cool and i look forward to giving you a bit more of an in-depth talk and discussion a little bit later on when i've played some more hours so yes lost ark as of recording is back up and running we'll keep you up to date if there's anything and i mean anything change with the servers to do with lost ark and in our small bites of the news section rockstar have all but confirmed grand theft auto 6 is now in development with a tweet from the company themselves and I quote, many of you have been asking about the new entry in the Grand Theft Auto series. With every new project, our goal is always to significantly move beyond what we previously delivered. We pleased to confirm the active development of the next entry in the series is underway. We look forward to sharing more as we are as soon as we are ready. Please stay tuned to the Rockstar's Newswire for the official details. On behalf of the entire team, we thank you for the support and cannot wait to step into the future with you. So there we go. It is finally, finally been confirmed that Rockstar's Grand Theft Auto 6 is in development. I'd like to see a return to the Vice City area era. I think that'd be pretty cool. Uh, Steam Tech. Uh, we're going to be talking a lot more next week on our Friday show regarding the Steam Deck. There's been an article regarding the Steam Deck CAD files are now available. So if you want to 3D print yourself a Steam Deck and pretend you got one before anyone else, you can. It also does mean it looks like that certain files or certain parts of um, 
the Steam Deck are also available, which is really cool. Looking over the CAD files, it looks like you'll be able to um, 3D print certain parts, which does make their right to repair stuff really, really, really good. In other news, Elden Ring system requirements appear to be on Steam, but were quickly taken down. This page uh, reads, uh, Elden Ring Steam page was updated earlier today with entries for the game's minimum system requirement, but they were taken down just hours later, and now listed as to be determined. We took a screenshot, this is from PC Gamer, of what of what was up, however, so we can take a look and analyse what they mean and potential why they were removed. The system requirements are Windows 10 11, of course, processor Intel uh, Core i5-8400 uh, or an AMD Ryzen 3 uh, 330X, uh, 12 gigs of RAM, NVIDIA GeForce 1060 or an AMD Radeon RX 580, DirectX 12 and 60 gigs of storage. Interestingly, uh, the minimum uh, to have an NVIDIA GeForce 1060 there, that card is five years old. The article goes on to say right off the bat it seems um, a bit demanding to fit Elden Ring's minimum requirement from software games have always tend to be more lean on the undemanding side and with these most recent releases 2019 Shakiro Shadows Die Twice only requiring 20, 2011's era i5 processor and a GTX 970 on the low end even Elden Ring's new more processor intensive open world that's a big jump to a 2017 mid to low end i5 8400. Uh, the writing's been on the wall uh, for a while. That 8 gigs of RAM won't be enough for AAA gaming going forward, but 12 gig being the minimum for Elden Ring doesn't sound quite right. As for the minimum graphics requirement, a GTX 1060 or an RX 580, it's hard to say. It seems a little steep, but I could see those cards being the minimum for 1080p 60, 60 FPS um, gameplay. If you're still holding on to so your GTX 960 or 970, I'd imagine you'll still be able to run Elden Ring at suboptimal but accelerated frame rate resolution. I think personally, these are probably not right. I mean, I am skeptical about the 12 gigs of RAM, um, but I do also agree that we are now in an era where 16 gigs is probably going to be the bare minimum. And have you heard of that game, Wordly? Well, Wordly Street glitch fixed after uh, move to New York Times website. Some uh, Wordle, Wordle, Wordle players reported that their streaks and stats had disappeared after the New York Times took over it. Wordle is a free daily word game that, conf uh, that confused us all when the colourful squares stopped popping up all over Twitter. It was brilliant, both in its simplicity and the way it restricted players to one game per day. I'm damn addicted. It was impossible to overload on it because after you'd solved it or not, the daily puzzle, you were done until the next day. As far as I'm aware, New York Times brought it from creator Josh Wardley, who created it um, for his girlfriend in lockdown, I believe. Um, but we have seen the fact that the since the New York Times uh, have bought it and have transferred it to their website uh, or a separate domain, some of the stats and your streaks and stuff haven't transferred over, but that looks like it's been fixed. Um, and that's it for the news roundup. We're going to go into what I've been playing apart from Lost Ark. I suppose if you must know, not a bloody lot. Um, I keep flittering between different JRPGs. I'm so terrible when it comes to trying to sit down and play one bloody game. Honestly, I feel like I really need to just concentrate. On my Twitter, I'm going to put four more games that I'm going to have to play through. Um... I have downloaded the uh, Triangle Strategy demo, which I'm going to play and talk about next week. To give you my thoughts and feelings, I kind of want to get through a game this the rest of this month, 
um, ready for triangle strategy. That's the next big buy that I'm looking forward to. I have been playing Lost Ark, but I've only put a couple of hours into it. I seem to be getting caught up into sim racing at the minute, and I really want to spend a whole episode talking about my love affair for sim racing and quite possibly do a video. We do have Scarlet Nexus on the go, and unfortunately the videos have stopped. I've recently reset my computer, formatting my computer. I'm hoping that my saves are there, along with wanting to play through Xenoblade Chronicles 2 for the run-up to... Um, the release in September, but we'll probably push that back a couple of months. I have to say, I have played some of Pokemon Legends Arceus, and do you know what? It's the Pokemon game I think we've all been waiting for. I really do enjoy this Pokemon game out of, out of all of them. I quite like most of them, if not all of them, but I really do enjoy the fact that we've got an open-world-ish experience that kind of slashes a bit of Monster Hunter in there, and a bit of other bits and pieces, different games. There's crafting systems, and the fact that it's all free-flowing and you don't have to battle every Pokemon. You can throw a ball at them if they're not angry at you or you can throw it in a certain position and get like a critical capture and they'll drop extra stuff. And everything is seamless. Yes, it looks like ass. It really did. It does look terrible. But the fact is that I can throw a Pokemon at a tree to gather some items, but I can be running in a different direction. It's, a, it's really, really good. It's the change that it needs and only imagine if the hardware was so much more powerful than what they could actually do. And I do wonder again if this is now you've seen the wild era from sword wild area from Sword and Shield, and then you've got Legends Arceus, whether we're going to see a big change in the next mainline series. And I think this is the way they've got to go. It's reinvigorated. The action, like the combat, is brilliant as well. So when you get seen by a Pokemon, you can't capture it because it's angry with you. And you can throw a Pokemon um, at it and you can go into this battle. And again, you can run around the battle arena and your person can get hit by attacks from wild Pokemon. And your person can faint in the wild. So it's not your Pokemon that are just whiting out, it's you as well. Um, and once the battle's done, your Pokemon zips back to you. You could be running off in a different direction. They really have done a good job with Arceus. It's a shame it just, again, it looks terrible. The music's great and so far I've put about five or six hours in um, and I'm, I'm genuinely quite enjoying it but whether it's going to get completed in the next couple of months I don't know as I said there'll be a Twitter poll going up uh, shortly with four games and one of those games is going to be my the, my February game and then I'll talk about it later in the month so that's it for this week's show short and sharp and that's what the Friday stuff's going to be that won't always be news you know the news has got to quite capture my attention and I did a little bit more news stuff because there was at the time of recording, when I recorded the Nintendo Switch stuff earlier today, I logged back on uh, to finish the podcast and the Lost Ark stuff had kind of happened. And I thought I'd round off the new stuff with a few more bits and pieces. But there we go. That is my show for this week. Again, thank you all for listening. Welcome to all the new listeners. I know you're out there, so really appreciate it. I've got another interview coming out next week uh, with Kroof, who's part of the Guild Wars 2 community. I'm recording, as of recording, I'm recording one early hours of tomorrow morning with um, some other people. So I'm really looking forward to it. And I've got some more booked in this month and I'm genuinely excited uh, to have these recordings. And it's nice to get a few in uh, each month just to have some in the, the, the backlog. The idea was to release some of my unreleased recordings. And actually at this point in time, I'm not needing to release any of the unreleased or the previous released stuff. You can catch up with me over on Twitter at that chap zap, or you can uh, follow the show at Island uh, Island Games underscore Podcast or Pods. Head over there, go follow me. Get in touch with the show at z a p d c e d at hotmail dot com. That's z a p d c e d at 
hotmail.com or zapdc'd at hotmail.com. At that chap zap is my personal Twitter. Come and shout at me over there. Come and support the show. This show is available on all your you know past podcasting app, iTunes, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get the um, the podcast from. Until next time, stay safe and keep on gaming. And I'll see you all soon. Bye bye. Thank you.